Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome back, 877-474-3302. Always thank you for joining us. If you want to reach us again, you can get us on Twitter at Mark and Marsha, M-A-R-C and Marsha, M-A-R-S-H-A, or Marsha Collier at Twitter, hash Mark Tech Radio, or just at Gmail, Mark and Marsha. And all that stuff. <laughs> and all that good stuff. And Marsha, tell us about our guest. Okay, you know, I... I hope our guests can hear me when, when I'm talking here because I am absolutely blown away the number of times I go on an airplane. And it used to be people would quietly ask the stewardess for a seatbelt extender. Now, they're not ashamed anymore. And seatbelt won't fit. Ha, ha, ha. Let me have a seatbelt extender. I've never and, had that experience. That's interesting. <laughs> and we, of course, you, you know, fly away more than yeah, I Yeah, I fly do. a whole lot more yeah. than you. And... Uh, you know, we're having issues with people having to buy two seats on an airplane. Mm-hmm. Uh, one airline ejected somebody off an airplane because they were oozing over into the other seat, right? Totally. So our com- country right now has a really horrible problem with obesity. And oh, uh, yeah. Oop, did we lose Marsha just now? I uh, think. Oh, hold uh, on. Doctor, oh, there we go. Oh, there I am. Going, Dr. Simpson is a scientist, author, cook, and surgeon. Um, wrote, went to the University of Chicago, wrote tons of scientific pa- papers. He mainly stresses lifestyle changes, but he does perform weight loss surgery. And I've heard about this. We've all heard about the commercials, right? You hear them all the time. Instant, you're, you're skinny instantly. So I thought we'd bring Dr. Terry on, uh, if I can call him that, and tell us a little bit about you. What is the history? What's going on? So Dr. Simpson, you with us? I'm here. Well, welcome Tell to the us, show. How, you've been doing weight loss surgery for 25 years. Who knew it was that long? How did it evolve? I mean, well, of course, I, I started when I was one year old. So, of <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, we were born the same year. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> weight so, how is weight loss surgery has evolved a lot? And uh, when I started in the field in '91, most people, or when I started in the field in '91, came a very important statement out by the. NIH. And the NIH said, we find that weight loss surgery is pretty good for people who are about 100 pounds overweight and have these comorbidities. And remember back in 1991, very few of us were doing laparoscopic surgery. Nobody was doing weight loss laparoscopic surgery. And that was an important step because prior to that, there were kind of three kinds of weight loss surgeries. Those that didn't work, those that killed people, and a few that, you know, did work and didn't kill people. So it was a big step. Now, in about 1994, a guy not far from where you live, Marsha, performed weight loss surgery on a famous lady and did it laparoscopically, Miss Wilson. And that Now, would you describe what laparoscopic means to those who may not know? Oh, okay. Well, you know, standard surgery, as a lot of people have it, is a six- or eight-inch scar on your abdomen. But with weight loss surgery today, we do it laparoscopically, meaning we use small incisions about a quarter of an inch. And we might use uh, three or four, sometimes even one incision. with a, And we put a camera inside the abdomen so we can see everything up on a screen. So we have much better vision, and it's really revolutionized how we can do major surgeries with less risk to the patient. 
Hmm. Now, does that have a light attached to it? Is it an LCD? What kind of light? You obviously need a light. We need a light, yeah. It's dark in there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we need it's a light, and we also, use, we also use gas. So we insufflate their abdomen with gas so we can, with uh, carbon oh. dioxide gas so we can see around everything and have a good vision. And, you know, it's kind of, uh, and we use high definition television screens. So every time more high definition comes out, our ability to see things is better. So, we will see your insides using this scope that has uh, a little bit like a telescope in it, and we will see it about 30 times your normal size. So we have a really good vision of, of people's mm. insides. So it's really advanced the things we can do inside of people. So what happened in 94? In 94, we started going from doing those open incisions to the first laparoscopic incision, and it, that really started taking off more at about 2,000. And more and more surgeons started doing things laparoscopically instead of open. And for a while, there was a controversy. The, the older surgeons who couldn't quite adapt said, oh, this is horrible doing it laparoscopically. It's not as safe. And those of us who were younger, at least back then, were saying, <laughs> you know, we can, we can see better. Uh, we, be, when you have a better vision in surgery, you're going to get better results. And uh, now very few people do weight loss surgery the old-fashioned way, the vast majority, probably 90%, do it laparoscopically. Well, that even microsurgery, even yeah. microsurgery is done laparoscopically now, isn't it? Oh yeah. Things yeah. like forehead lifts, things like that, very small surgeries. Yeah, because you just have such better vision. But that just changed it, so it turned into this operation that had, a, you know, that was uh, many days in the hospital and many weeks out of commission to. You know, very short stays in the hospital and a couple of weeks out of commission. So you've had, probably had a lot of patients who have gone over the years, maybe some that you did 25 years ago. What is the percentage of your patients that, that, that stay slimmer or that actually do the, lose the weight? What is the process? You have the surgery. When are you out of bed? You're out of bed that day. You're out of bed that day and walking. And wow. my... My favorite joke that I tell the patients is when they're in the pre-op area, I say, you know, we want you to walk today. And they said, oh, uh, are you sure I'll be able to? I say, where do you live? And they said, oh, about six miles from here. I said, so when your wife or husband drive home, make sure you can keep them in sight while you're walking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they can get up right away. Now, how does the weight loss happen? What do you do in the surgery? Because I, lap band, what is it, a rubber band? What, what is it? Really? What a lap band does is a lap band sits at the top of the stomach, and it puts a little bit of pressure on the stomach. So when you eat a small amount of food, it doesn't restrict what you can eat. It doesn't tell you how much you can eat. Your whole stomach is intact. But what it does is it changes the way your brain perceives the food. Ah. So if you eat a piece of food that's the size of a pea, your brain perceives it as the size of a marble. So if you okay. choose eat a small amount of food, and it's your choice, if you choose to eat a small amount of food, you won't be punished for it. Right now, if most of my patients before surgery were to eat something like the size of a lean cuisine meal, they'd be hungry in two hours. With this surgery, after they're all adjusted and stuff, their brain thinks that lean cuisine meals are like a, you know, Thanksgiving turkey. Hmm. So tell me about the success. Now, you've been doing it for 25 years. What percent of your patients stay slim? Uh, well, we talked about when they come out of the hospital. Do they have to watch what they eat once they get the lap band installed? Yeah, they do. You know, the, the, the band is just a tool. 
and that's all it is. It doesn't tell you what to eat. It doesn't tell you how much to eat. So we sort of look at our patients, and we kind of divide them up into three groups. We divided those up that after, and we like five-year marks. One-year marks in weight loss surgery are great. Everybody feels great about patients losing weight. Patients are highly motivated. But I like using five-year marks because that gives us an idea of what is really sticking. And so what we find out is this. At five years, those people who change their lifestyle, those people who are now cooking at home instead of going out to a lot of restaurants or instead of going to a lot of chain restaurants are going to, you know, restaurants that serve local healthy food, those people do very well. They will, they just hit it out of the park, lose their weight, keep it off. Those people who are sort of in between, they've lost some weight, not as much as they should. They haven't changed as many habits. They're, they might be eating more at chain restaurants still, and they might have changed a few, but not too many. And those who are unsuccessful basically haven't changed a thing. They're eating the same stuff they ate before, and they're not using a tool. It's kind of like I have an electric lawnmower, and if I don't plug it in, it's not going to do me much good. All weight loss surgery is is a tool. And those so, people who want the tool to do everything for them, they're not going to do well. So what do you tell someone who's had the surgery? And I have a dear friend, actually a broadcaster, and I can mention it because he, he's seen, and Joe McDonald, who's a terrific guy. Uh, I know bro. Joe. I used yeah. to work with him on the do- with the Dodgers. Right, exactly. Joe's a great guy. And Joe got guy. upwards Big of about guy. 500 and 600 pounds, and now he's down to, I want to say, in the 200s. I'm not sure what the medical procedure he had was, but you know, obviously I'm pretty sure that saved his life. And after you've had the surgery... What are the steps that you tell people to watch, you know, exercise, diet? I mean, it's a difficult thing for somebody that's, that's larger in size and then all of a sudden has to do all this stuff. What do, you, what do they do? Well, we actually start preoperatively and tell them, look, unless you're willing to commit to changing your life, don't bother having the surgery. Right. Unless you're willing to commit to you're going to start to learn to cook at home, you're going to start to learn to eat, cook differently, eat healthy, you're going to go to different restaurants. If you can't commit to doing that, and we like to see that they're actually doing it beforehand, ideally, but that's not always, that doesn't always happen. But if they're not willing to commit to do that, then don't. And then some patients will look at me with this kind of blank stare and say, well, if I could change my life, what, what do I need the weight loss surgery for? And the answer is, and you may have seen this too, there are people who attempt work hard, that's most of America, working hard to lose their weight, working hard to learn to eat the right things, and they just don't get it. That's where they need the tool. So afterwards and before, but especially afterwards, our main emphasis is on learning to learning to do a lot of things they didn't do before, like, you know, you're going to need to exercise. We want them to lose some weight, obviously. Your friend went 500 pounds, probably wouldn't have been safe to exercise right away other than some mild walking, but we want them to start engaging. And it's a beautiful thing because... All of a sudden, what I tell my patients is, I want you to be a food snob. I want it to where if you, and I won't name chain restaurants, but if you go to XYZ chain restaurant, you won't go because you cook and eat much better food than them. I want you to be the person that when someone says, let's eat at so-and-so's house, it's your house. So that's part of the lifestyle change. They love food. We all love food, but we want them to love great food. Okay, when we come back from the break, I want to ask you a couple of things. Like, when you go from 500 pounds to 200 pounds, uh, do you send them to a plastic surgeon? 
Yeah, that's a well, very good yeah, question. I want to know what, some stuff. Where does and, all the skin go, right? Yeah, and we got more stuff to talk about with Dr. Simpson, so... Lots coming up. Don't go away. 877-474-3302. This is Marsha Collier along with Dr. Simpson and Mark Cohen on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Thank you for listening to WS Radio. If you are not listening on your smartphone, WS Radio and our friends at MentorMate have just made it a lot easier with our new WS Radio 2.0 iPhone, BlackBerry, and Android apps. Just search for WS Radio in the iPhone store, BlackBerry, or Android market. There are all free downloads so you can listen live or on demand to your favorite show. These new apps work on most iPhones and for the newer BlackBerry and Androids. After you check them out and see how well they work, pay a little visit to our preferred app developer, MentorMate. They have been programming mobile applications for over 10 years now and are one of the few companies that handle all three major smartphones. The world is going mobile, and that is where your company should be. To learn more about MentorMate and our new WS Radio 2.0 phone apps, log on to wsradio.com forward slash mobile. That is wsradio.com forward slash mobile. If you own a business, here's a concept that can give your business a serious breakthrough. I call it the stadium pitch. What if I could put all of your potential buyers in a giant stadium and give you the chance to walk out and present to them all at once, making your company famous in a single day? Could you do it? 99% of business owners surveyed are not prepared. Are you? If we put you in front of all your potential buyers right now, listen, there are 14 strategic objectives for an opportunity like this, and I'll bet you won't think of more than two or three. Heck, I'll give you all 14 if you call 800 800- 833-0111. This is Tony Robbins. I've spent the last three decades creating business breakthroughs, and now I've teamed with Chet Holmes, the author of the number one business book, The Ultimate Sales Machine. This stadium pitch concept is invaluable if you're a business owner who wants to be at the cutting edge of business breakthroughs today. And it's expertly depicted in a stunning report that I'll give you as my gift if you call 800-833-0111. Leave us your email, and we'll email the report to you in five seconds. Call 800 833 0111. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD, now V-Series, solid-state drive, can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It will improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com. Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome back, 877-474-3302. We're talking to Dr. Terry Simpson about weight loss and, and how do you do it. 
Terry, are there things that we can do? Wait, wait. Where does all oh. the skin go first? Oh, okay. All right. Go back to the skin. <laughs> Where's the skin? Is there a big vat someplace? <laughs> well, it goes, I mean, you know, that's where patients who are that large do have uh, a lot of skin, and they need to see a plastic surgeon, and, yeah, the skin usually gets cremated. Um, no, isn't that isn't that a rather honestly painful surgery or lots is. of scars? That is, and that's one of the reasons that most of us are really working at trying to get patients way before they get to that 500 pound mark. Yeah, uh, and when you get them, when you get them where you know when they're at the 250 pound, 200 250 pound mark, it's a lot easier on them. They shave a lot of the stuff. So now, kind of our movement in weight loss surgery is. Away from those super morbidly obese, they still need our attention. We still give it to them, but try and capture the people on their upward trend so that we can get them before they get there. What do you think of all these electronic, for example, next week I'm testing something. Motorola has a little watch that keeps track of your your workout and such. I mean, are those helpful devices or are they just a big hype? Uh, both. They're helpful and they're a big hype. Okay. Um, I mean, and I was involved in the development of one of one of them that, that's out there. Uh, there. There's sort of a little bit of a missed exercise. I think exercise is great. My patients who are successful, 77% of them who are successful and stay successful, exercise. But, you know, when a patient comes to me and says, I worked out in the gym for an hour and I burned 1,900 calories because that's what the little machine on the mm-hmm. dial told me, mm-hmm. I have to tell them it didn't. You know, you probably burned 100 calories in an hour, not all of that. Really? So, yeah, so... It is, it is good to have those things because we want people to be more active. That's the best thing they can do. But chances are they're not burning as many calories as they think they are, and those people who use exercise as an excuse to eat more tend to be my patients. So, well, Dr. Simpson, I, I just want to ask you, you know, you're, we're talking about exercise, and I've been on this planet for a while. <laughs> <laughs> And I do years. exercise, and I have also found that I could exercise my heart out. And if I don't change my eating habits, I can be a really fit, fat person. <laughs> so, no, it's true. And yeah, very true. I, I go tend to go up and down 10 pounds um, over longer periods of time. I have been at a higher point that I'm not comfortable with. So I'm lucky what I'm doing is I'm going back to a dietitian who is going to reset my food clock, as I call it, you know, and I'm going to go on four weeks of prepared meals for me so that I have found for me, once I do that, then it's, oh, yeah, I remembered. Yeah, it's the uh, broccoli coleslaw with the light balsamic dressing that really fills me up, you know, mm. things like that. <laughs> oh, it is. It's really, it's really yeah, good. Yeah, as exactly. Opposed, as opposed to the cherry Garcia. You're you know, right. I, I'm not an ice cream fan. Um, I'm my my problem is bread. <laughs> yeah, isn't it all of but our problems? I have found that unless I change my eating habits, all the exercise in the world may keep me cardio fine, and my blood pressure is always down there. But unless I change my eating habits, the weight loss is not going to happen for my body. Is that common? That's that's universal. You, there is, you know, that is so universal that. And what happens is, is that take professional athletes, and I've operated on a number of NFL players and former NFL players. These guys know how to exercise. They can do it a lot. They do a lot more than I ever could. Not only could I not take a hit if I was in the NFL, but I couldn't do their exercise regimen if I was in the NFL. And 
But the bottom line is, is that these patients come to me, these people, these professional athletes come to me, and they say, why am I like this? Probably the first thing is they were taught in college at their athletic table to eat all of this junk and that carb loading was good and on and on and on, horrible nutrition. And then they settle down in a job and they don't exercise and they get married and now they're eating more meals with their spouse or their significant other and they're gaining weight. And 10 pounds a year in 10 years, that's 100 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. A a question I have for you. And and you said something that intrigued me. You know, the devices tell you you've you've lost 2,000 calories. I realistically know that if I eat a Snickers bar, it's going to take me three weeks to work that off just on the treadmill. But when I run an hour on the treadmill, it tells me I'm burning about 400 calories. Uh, What is a real number, and, and what should we be looking for, and is there such a thing? You know, there's, there aren't a lot of real numbers in the exercise world. I mean, and all the personal trainers now will probably call and tell you that I'm full <laughs> of it. But, but the bottom line is, physiologically, you know, most people with heavy exercise... Let me give you an example. Let me the perfect example. When I was a kid, when Marsha and I were children... <laughs> uh, when we, we played doctor, to, didn't we? Uh, yeah. Hey, hey. <laughs> When, um, and you would go down when McDonald's first opened, and you'd go down and you buy a hamburger. That hamburger was 230 calories less than McDonald's hamburger today. Right. Now, for me, my size, my height, my weight, to go and work off that 230 calories with heavy weights, that's two and a half hours in the gym. Wow. Yeah, so, that's right. And that's just physiology. That's just what it right. is. Now, I may get something that says, oh, you, you know, you were on the treadmill for 30 minutes and you burned up 230 calories. Well, that's just sort of bogus. But realistically, that's how long it's going to take. So the bottom line is, A, I should eat less, eat better, eat healthier. I will go a lot longer and lose a lot more weight if that's the goal than exercise. But exercise is really key. You, I mean, they're kind of there. They're both important. But like I said, there's a lot of stuff in that world that kind of, I don't know. I don't know why it's that way, but it's just it's Are there certain foods that, uh, you know, there's always the thing, it takes more calories to digest celery than to eat it, or, or you know, than it has. Are there certain foods that encourage um, calorie burning? Uh, there aren't any foods that really encourage calorie burning per se. And, and again, who wants to eat 27 stocks of celery or even one yeah, for right. that matter? But there are <laughs> foods that do the opposite. So I always like to say food isn't going to cure you, but it can kill you. So what, Which example, ones do the opposite? The highly processed foods. And I look at them as, remember ABC gum already been chewed, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I look at processed foods that way. When you start looking at highly processed breads, rolls, pastries, even dinners that are highly processed noodles, those things add calories very quickly. But not only that, they add appetite very quickly. There's a, you know, I know it's, it's, I know it's misleading, but thin mints don't keep you thin. <laughs> you know? I don't think you know what you're talking about, Doc. What does that mean? Well, what happens is when you eat a thin mint, as an example, your blood sugar rapidly rises because it's so highly processed. You know, the, the machines and the processing already broke a lot of that down. Your blood sugar rises rapidly. Your body responds to it with insulin, drives that sugar into the cells where it becomes fat. Now, you eat, so then all of a sudden you're hungry again. What do you reach for? Another Thin Mint. Before you know it, the entire roll of Thin Mints is gone. Oh, yeah. (laughs) As opposed to when you eat an apple. You eat an apple. Apple and a donut have about the same number of carbs. You eat an apple, 
you will eat that, it will slowly burn in your body. You're not going to get that ravaging hunger right away. Hmm. And so that's something that you're going to use all of that and burn as opposed to fat. We all know we want to keep fat out of our body because it's really hard once things are in storage to take them out. So uh, we only have about two minutes left. What is the best kind of exercise that you would recommend the average person to do on a daily, weekly, hourly basis? You know, if they get out of their house for 30 minutes a day and do some walking, that's great. It's something everybody can do. It's something that's easy, and it's just getting out and getting things going. I mean, there aren't that many great television shows on that you need to spend all night watching TV. I mean, obviously, Marsh and I will spend all night up on Twitter, but that's... that's right. No, no, but I do, I do, you know, if I take that hat, that's why uh, you possibly didn't hear earlier, just bought a recumbent bike. Um, because uh, this is terrible. I can tweet from the recumbent bike. (laughs) (laughs) I can put my tablet, yeah, I can put my tablet up there and enjoy the Twitter world and while I take a half hour break from work and bicycle or, you know, do something like that. Um, uh, and for guys, the the recumbent bike is very good on certain parts. Really? We don't get squished as badly. Did you oh, get it, oh, good to know. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Um, you know, we're we're almost. We got two minutes left, and there's so many questions. I'd love to have you on again, Doctor Simpson. Your website is your well, doctor's orders, right? Yourdoctorsorders.com. Yeah. And what about your Twitter uh, site? It's Terry Simpson. Simpson. Excellent. I'm going to go sign up right now. So. Um, I know you're working on recipes, because when, when I spoke to you this morning before the show, are you putting together a cookbook? I am. I'm putting together sort of a cook and eating book, which, um, you know, a lot of, there are a lot of myths in medicine, and there are a lot of, uh, not in medicine, a lot of myths in recipes and food and stuff. So I'm putting together a book of really great, simple recipes, but also about here's how your body processes these kinds of fats, those kinds of fats, Fabulous. how your body works. Oh, fabulous! Is that going to be an ebook or a hardcover or paperback? Well, it's it's going to be all. It's going to be all of them. Uh, Go, Doctor Simpson. Yeah, Thank great. you so much. Thank I want. Uh, I'm going to buy the first copy, and I want it autographed, Doctor Simpson. There you go. Yes, yes and, ma'am. I'll, uh, have, I'll have it on eBay for you. We'll be <laughs> hey, sell. I'll sell. Be I'll sell yeah. them for you on on eBay, and Perfect. you autograph them. We'll work it out. It's not a big profit center, but we can move buckets of books. Trust yeah, me, I, I know how to yeah, do this. <laughs> and I just followed you on Facebook, so a uh, Facebook on uh, Twitter. So follow us back at Marsh and Marsh, Mark and Marcia. Uh, and thank you so much for being with us. It's great informative information, and 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 uh, you, you lost me at the, the thin mint thing, but I'm pretty sure you were right about everything else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm featuring Dr. Simpson in my new book on social commerce. So it's, all right, we're thank learn you more for joining it. us. Take care, and we'll be right back. Don't go away. Great stuff ahead. This is Marcia Calliera with Mark Cohen on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. You know, selling online can be a challenge, but thanks to Dymo Indicia, shipping isn't. 
With Dymo Indicia, you can print prepaid U.S. Postal Service shipping labels directly from your Mac or PC. By eliminating your trip to the post office, Dymo Indicia lets you focus on finding, listing, and selling your products. My friends can save hundreds of dollars on a Dymo Indicia postage solution by visiting endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. Dymo Indicia is the leading Internet postage provider with over $5 billion of postage printed. Indicia is integrated into over 100 third-party applications, which makes your inventory management easy. You get access to discounted delivery and signature confirmation, discounted parcel insurance, and hidden stealth postage. Shipping internationally? With Dymo Indicia, you can also print a first-class international shipping label. Dymo Indicia is the smart way to get it done. Visit endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. Attention online sellers. Introducing a great source for high-quality, low-cost merchandise. Genco Marketplace is America's largest wholesale source of store returns and closeout inventory. Our huge volume and variety of products means online sellers can be insured of a steady source of supply. Find electronics, housewares, shoes, apparel, tools, and general merchandise all from one site. Discover the web's one-stop product source you can trust. Pallets for sale are posted to our easy-to-use e-commerce site, GencoMarketplace.com. There you'll find what you need fast and view a detailed list of items in the pallets. No surprises. Genco Marketplace has direct liquidation contracts with America's largest retailers and manufacturers, which means that buyers purchase direct from the source with no middleman markups. Huge variety, low risk, and fast, easy online purchasing. Register for free and begin bidding on loads the same day. Sign up today at GencoMarketplace.com. That's G-E-N-C-O Marketplace.com. We all need to work on a healthier lifestyle. The stresses of the day take their toll. And if we lack a healthy plan and activities, it's even harder to be fit. To make it easier for you to maintain a healthy lifestyle and reach fitness goals, Better Bodies by Chemistry and the Gina Aliotti Fitness Network have joined together to work for you. Better Bodies by Chemistry is here to provide vitamins and supplements to support and improve your health at a great value. And Gina Aliotti's Fitness Network provides the tools and a fitness environment where women can inspire each other to reach goals. With their help, you can achieve a healthy lifestyle that is realistic, no matter what your life encompasses. Joining the Gina Aliotti Fitness Network assures that you will never be alone in your fitness journey. And with Better Bodies by Chemistry's products, you are assured of the finest quality at a great price. Learn more at GinaAliotti.com and BetterBodiesByChemistry.com. That's GinaAliotti.com and BetterBodiesByChemistry.com. 